0: Welcome to another episode of the Simple Politics Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to focus on one topic today, and it's a very important topic uh, for millions of women across the world. Um, we're discussing the newly signed law here in Texas where abortion rights are being restricted. Once again, Women are having to fight for their rights. I will have um, a citizen to citizen conversation with uh, a fellow female Texan who has great insight um, into what this means for the women of Texas, in particular for young women. Stay tuned. When I was 29, I bought my first house it was such a huge accomplishment for me it, it was one of my dreams and I was I was so glad to have fulfilled that dream to have accomplished that goal and it just it was such an amazing feeling and I did it all um, by myself with the help of a realtor of course but in terms of you know just everything was just me on my own um, when I was 18 I got my first bank account um and I remember entering in um or, or depositing my my very first paycheck um into that account and it's the same account that I have had for 16 years now <laughs> um it it was it was a very um it was a very cool feeling I I can recall you know just signing up for my very first bank account and I have, you know, added a savings account, I've added other things to it and and it's been a really just, you know, cool thing overall when you really think about it. Um, but had I been born in different eras, different century, different decades, I would have never been able to open a bank account, let alone own my own property. Um, and that's because Women were not able to do those things at certain points in our history. Women also weren't able to vote at certain points. Um, as you all know, there was a suff- the women's suffrage movement that led to uh, voting rights for women. Um, women were not able to do so many different things. And that restriction, that restrictive nature, of course, didn't sit right with plenty of women and so you had different movements um different groups of women who stepped up and and fought for our rights um and to those women i say thank you i am grateful for all that you have done and we are in 2021 now i i don't really know how to really process the fact that we're regressing because i mean that's essentially what what's happening right now this episode as i mentioned in my intro is about abortion rights in particular the fact that texas has signed a law that restricts abortion when a fetal heart is detected and a fetal heart can be detected as early as six weeks so that just seems Incredibly disturbing to me that I can have my own bank account, I can buy my own home, but I can't make a decision on whether or not I want to bring a pregnancy to term. I mean, how ridiculous does that sound? I, I, I don't really understand. I mean, when I was hospitalized due to COVID, the doctor discussed with me the treatment plan, the choices I could make concerning my treatment, and what I could do to help my recovery after the fact. These were all conversations that I had between the doctor and myself. And if at any point I had said to the doctor, No, I don't want to do this, he would have just given me a paperwork or a, a document. Um, you know just signing that i was going against medical advice and i was on my own right because i have that i have that right so why is it that a group of white men at the state legislature and our governor are so happy about the fact that they are now infringing on my right to make a decision as to whether or not I want to bring another human life into this world. If I were to be raped today and I were to be impregnated by that rape, I could not get an abortion in two months if I were to find out in two months whether I was pregnant because by that point, a fetal heartbeat would be present. It is a very, very frustrating feeling to have to be dealing with something like this and I can only imagine how thousands of other Texan female Texans are feeling because of the fact that they have these restrictions placed on them I I, I mean it, it's like it's not just restrictive it's a slap in the face it, it is essentially its own form of abuse that they are trying to do this to us and it does not make any sort of sense to me because here we are having to contend with what we can and cannot do with our bodies in 2021 how does that make any kind of sense whatsoever and you know Just recently, um, we saw within the last few days a a high school valedictorian here in in Dallas who forewent, who, who did not do her original approved speech and decided instead to talk about the war on her body, the war on her rights. She's 18, 18, valedictorian, just starting out her adult life, and if she wore to either um not ha- have a faulty contraceptive as she mentioned in her speech or to get raped or or something were to happen her whole future entire future that is just beginning would be completely undone because she could possibly not have the chance to get an abortion and it is a sad thing to know that this is what's happening in so many other states as well, because there are plenty of states that are trying to find ways to restrict abortion. And as you will hear in just a few minutes, the conversation that I have with a fellow concerned citizen, there is also a, um, a case that's going to be tried in front of the Supreme Court, um, possibly this fall, a case from Mississippi, where they are trying to ban abortion after 15 weeks. So Roe v. Wade was made law 50 years ago and Roe v. Wade says that women have a right to abortion and it does not believe in any sort of bans. This is a ban, but yet the Supreme Court (laughs) is going to go ahead and allow the case to be tried. And I believe that has a lot to do with the fact that there is a conservative majority In the Supreme Court, and if you've listened to my pod before, you know how I felt about Amy Coney Barrett, the most recent um, Supreme Court judge that was appointed by Trump. Her being one of the most anti-abortion judges that are on the bench right now, it is a very concerning feeling because if they allow this Mississippi case to continue, if they allow for that ban, what's to say that other states, including Texas, won't find even more ways to ban abortion or to restrict it even further. I mean, Mississippi alone, I believe, has only one abortion clinic in the entire state. Abortions aren't going to stop just because they're banned. They're just going to be less safe. I've heard the term abortion rights are health rights. And that is true because a woman should be able to safely obtain an abortion the era of back alley abortions of of wires and and just horrible ways in which women have had to um, make it work somehow that should never come back that should never be okay and the fact that we're having to have this whole situation happen all over again is very infuriating. As a female, as a Texan, I am outraged by this law. I am outraged that a group of white men continue to try to tell me what to do with my body. It is not right. It is not their place. And every woman, whether you're Texan or not, should have the right to decide whether they want to take that next step whether they want to be a mother or not i am not saying that we um should all have abortions or anything like that i'm very much pro-choice because at the end of the day what another woman does with her body is not my business I had been looking forward to this citizen to citizen conversation with Catherine Arredondo for quite a while. Catherine is someone that I have known for a very long time. And while we may not be in constant contact, she's someone that I know that if I were to need advice or just need to catch up with an old friend, she would be right there. Kathy, as I have always called her, um, is a, a brilliant, brilliant woman that has managed to just do it all. She is a huge inspiration for me. She is is currently a student trying to finish her degree. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's an activist. She's been there with me at marches in the past. Um, Kathy is someone who is fierce, a, a fierce woman. A smart woman, a caring woman, and someone that I am proud to call a friend. And so I hope you guys enjoy this very, very special citizen to citizen conversation with Kathy. We skipped
1: Jumanji and went straight to Handmaid's Tale. Like I was my mind was just blown. I was like, I was like, was I not, like, active enough to know what was going on? Yeah. Like, what did I miss? It seems like it was so quick, like, overnight, and it was just everywhere. And I was like, what did I miss? What, what was <laughs> happening that I didn't see? And I was just like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. That's all I can say. It's just con- Like, the word that is just constant in my head when I think about this bill is just like this can't be happening. It's just insane that someone else would think that it's okay to make choices for women. Yeah, <laughs> that if they have no right to be making those choices.
0: Yeah, and it's it's not just someone else; it's several someone else. Exactly. <laughs>
1: and I'm so ready to vote him out yeah. of office. So ready because I'm just like. Not only with all the, the way the COVID was handled, the way the Texas grid completely shut down, oh, wow. we lost power. If we didn't have gas in our house and we didn't have our fireplace, there's no way. I mean, we would have had to be huddled together. And I just, I, the way everything has been handled, it's kind of like, oh, let's just hurry up and get this past the door before anybody notices we're, what we're doing. And that's for sure exactly like I I saw it like in my head hurry up let's get this done before anybody <laughs> actually notices let's lift the mask mandate mm-hmm. so that everybody will be appeased and we can move on with our lives but let's just throw this in there so everybody's okay with whatever I say because I've lifted the mask mandate
0: oh yeah it's it in- it's all a big ruse exactly that's that's um that's definitely what you know, a lot in large part made me feel like, okay, like I have to get back <laughs> <laughs> to to working on this. And I, you know, I, I wanted to reach out to you because I'm like, well, first, I haven't talked to Kathy in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and second, you know, I know that you're also passionate and I know that you have, you know, very common sense rationale. You know, yeah. like, I mean, you know, I, I feel that that's, what concerns me so much it's like the common sense it's not common anymore these people have gone way off the deep end and I don't know how you know you get them back
1: I I don't know either and as a parent of a teen I'm also a teen mom as you know um yeah and the whole It's just thinking back, like I had options when I had my daughter, when I was 17, I had options, adoption, abortion, or keep my daughter, which I, for me, that the ability to look through my options was what made me feel more comfortable in making my decision that worked for me and my, my husband now, but my daughter's father at the time, we were both teenagers in high school. But yeah. we were able to make an informed decision together because we had options. And I feel like with this abortion bill, it's, it, you've taken away the options. Yeah. You're not letting, peop- letting people make these choices for themselves. You're telling them what they're going to do. And as anyone knows, when you tell a person what they're going to do, <laughs> it, it doesn't always work in their favor.
0: No. <laughs>
1: and, and I just... <laughs> I'm like just being able to say, you know what, I know what I want. I want to keep my daughter. Um it's going to be a struggle, but just being able to have that information and make a wise decision, especially when it comes to you know abortion, that's that's like a that's I mean, it changes your whole life being a parent. Any any parent. <laughs> I mean, I had right. my my old my other two when I my youngest, she's ten. I had her when I was 24 and, you know, even then anytime a a person makes the decision of having a child, you want those choices. Am I, am I financially stable? Am I in a position where I can take time off work and do this to be a parent? And for most people who do make the decision to have a child, they have weighed these decisions. Other times we're just like flying at the seat of our pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's kind of what parenting is. Every day is a different challenge, but the ability to have these decisions and these choices that's been taken away from the women of Texas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, And that, that I think is, um, something that, um, right now because there is still so much division in the country especially you know in the state when it comes to democrats and and republicans it's not even it's not even being taken as what it is which is a health issue it's being politicized the way that it always is and the reality is is that this won't stop abortions from happening it'll just make them less safe for a lot of people
1: exactly and then that that brings me up the or makes me think of sex education because yeah. it's, it's like if it was taught more and embraced in schools and made people aware of consent and what sex is and what it should and should not be. Um, yeah. I feel like growing up, I don't even remember sex education at all. <laughs> and I
0: think if Thank I, if really. I did have
1: it, I think it was like that puberty video
0: yes that was
1: like in seventh grade in and STD i see video yes yes exactly <laughs> and i feel like maybe if there was a foundation of responsible you know making responsible choices when having right. sex but i mean there's there's people who are always going to engage in in sex that you know it's yeah. not always responsible and sometimes you just have to to See what's going to happen? But it's yeah. I just it feels like we go two steps forward, or at least one step forward. Because I'm not going to go two steps. That's too far. <laughs> uh, we go one step forward, and then it's two steps back. It's like for we, sure we cannot we cannot move forward as a society until we realize where our misgivings are. And it at this moment, the Texas Senate is not understanding those misgivings and willing to try to educate. The people of Texas and the more people don't see what's going on or see the reality of things, it's just going to get worse.
0: Yeah. And that, that's, what's also frustrating is that, you know, I think a lot of people get confused with the idea, like, okay, so we have a democratic president, a democratic Congress, but this is all, that's like all federal. And what's happening right now here in Texas is at the state level. So our to to just basically give a a primer for everyone who may be listening, what Texas did, the legislature within the state is that they voted um, on a bill, and and I believe it's already been signed by Greg Abbott, um, the governor. Basically, they call it the heartbeat bill. Abortions cannot happen. Um, by the time a heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks, and that is for a lot of people way too short of a time period because most women don't even realize that they're pregnant by that point. So, it, exactly. It's really difficult.
1: <laughs> I, I did not know I was pregnant with my with any of my children until at least eight or nine weeks because oh, wow. you know you think it's just like with my. I thought I would just have a stomach bug with Alexis, my oldest. And Mm -hmm. then I went to the doctor and they were like, you know, when was your last period? Tell me what the (laughs) dates are. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm now a teen parent. And I mean the same thing. And as you get older, you learn like your period is never the same. It's constantly changing. Your body is changing as you grow. And you know, there's so many factors That deal with that change so so many women don't realize they're pregnant until two to three months and you just think like oh I'm bloated or you know oh I ate something wrong and that's why I feel nauseous or some women don't even have symptoms right (laughs) so yeah I've heard of that yeah so it's kind of crazy to think at six weeks you're you're
0: given I, I, I can't even imagine like Yeah. Well, you know, just going back to what you said earlier, I mean, you, you know, you, you said you, you made a decision, you had the choices available, you made a decision. How can the women of Texas have choices, make these decisions if they don't know (laughs) that they're pregnant at all? And, and then on top of that, what this, what this law does is that it makes it so that strangers can literally sue you or, or a provider for performing the abortion, they can sue you under this law. And it's somehow uh, seeming to be some kind of like a a legal possibility that they can like get away with these things because it's taking it out of the hands of the attorney general. So the attorney general is not getting sued, but random people who aren't related to you can sue you or your provider it's really weird it is and the, what is just
1: ridiculous is that if if a, a person is raped and they become pregnant with their rapist child the the rapist has the right to say that they have to give them the baby that That's is part insane. of this bill and i'm like okay so you're 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 saying you raped them but you want the child from, as, from the pro I, I just I don't understand I'm like how how in any way was someone writing this bill and saying hey let's give racist uh, race let's give rapists a chance to get this child after they've raped somebody it's just yeah that doesn't
0: make up, like any kind of sense I don't I don't get
1: that I'm like it's not about the life they value it's about the control they have over us right now they they want yeah. and, and it's just mind-blowing and ridiculous because <laughs> the the amount of stupidity that went into this bill I mean I'm sure this had to pass many hands for it to be yes, read so. I'm an English major you don't just sit write something out and present it especially with the <laughs> government like I how did this pass through yeah. so many people, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's just go ahead. Yeah, this sounds good. Go ahead. <laughs> go through multiple people, who, all these people's morals, their values. It just demonstrates what type of people that we, not me, but other people have elected into office. <laughs>
0: right. And I mean, it goes, it, I think it goes back to the hypocrisy um, of a lot of these people. Um, I understand, you know, obviously everyone has uh, a right to their own opinions, beliefs and everything. You're pro-life. Okay. I get it. But you can't be pro-life and say that, you know, an unborn child needs to be protected, but you do not care about the children at our Southern border. Like that doesn't make sense to me.
1: Exactly. And not only that, but also the children in adoption agencies. Yeah. Foster
0: care and everything.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, there are so many children, but they, they, it's like, they want to look at the child that is not actually there. They don't have to clothe, They don't have to feed them because it will be that person's responsibility.
0: Responsibility.
1: Once that child becomes an actual person, they are living. They feel like, Oh no, no, no. That's not my problem though. I mean, I want them to have rights, but just not the right to bother me is what it feels like.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely a, a very hypocritical thing. And then also, uh, as you mentioned earlier, it's it's a it's a power thing. I mean, there's no laws that prohibit men from you know like getting the the viagra pills in order to make their stuff work better there's no laws against them being able to like you know do whatever they want with their bodies exactly. but a woman <laughs> a, a woman has to somehow be controlled because she cannot possibly know what's right for her own body
1: exactly and it's the i did not know but I mean, this may be wrong, but I feel like I've heard many people say that a vasectomy is reversible. Yes, it is. So I don't understand why (laughs) they're just coming after our reproductive rights. But I also feel it's like, because women have become so much more vocal about their rights and have become, and we have so many like pro-choice allies now. My husband is very (laughs) pro-choice. he speaks to a lot of his friends who also feel like, well, this is a good thing. And my husband's like, no, it's not a good, I mean, he (laughs) has a teenage daughter and we have a teenage son and it's like, if this should ever, I mean, if they, you know, become pregnant or get someone pregnant as teens, they no longer have the choice to make an informed decision that is right for them. The choice has been already been made for them. And it's just like the the control that Abbott wants to have right now. It's like he wants to placate the people who are very against abortion. Right. But at the same time, it's that whole, I have the power, I can do this. And it's that power hungry play is what I see it as.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's it's a it's a legacy that he wants to leave behind of, you know, trying to make Texas as conservative and red as possible, especially I think maybe because of the fact that we have come now what two elections with very close calls. I mean, in 2018, you know, lost only by a few points to mm-hmm. Ted Cruz. And um, in, in this last election 2020, uh, Texas could have very easily, in some ways, gone to Biden. Um, I know that Fort Worth, which normally is a very conservative uh, county, actually did go for Biden. So I think that the Republican base here, the Republican you know, politicians and Abbott himself are rattled and they want to do things to make their people happy, but it's at the expense of everyone else.
1: Exactly. And most people who vote that direction tend to have more capabilities and to go and seek an abortion if they're wanting to they have the financial ability to go anywhere and get an abortion right the people that they're like discriminating against cannot just take a trip out of state (laughs) right and it's it's ridiculous to even like trying to be in his frame of mind to think that this bill was a good idea like like you said he is trying to show that yes i have this power and this is my legacy and i know it'll be red and we can keep it red if we just show those christian values that he based most of his um what is it called
0: like his platforms and policies
1: yes on Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: And he knows how to uh, manipulate so well to try I, and yeah. get people to see his way when he is not going to, or he doesn't feel that way, I think.
0: You know, I I honestly think that, and, and I I saw this quote, and it was from a woman who was on the, um, the Daily Show being interviewed by Trevor Noah, and she said something along the lines of really, you know... abortion they're not really like you know anti like abortion per se because abortion will still continue for their wives their mistresses their daughters abortion is a way for them to control you know minorities basically the people who like you said aren't able to go out of state or do this or that to be able to obtain those things you know if it really mattered so much the the life the life of an unborn, you know, child, or or being so pro-life, then yes, like teach better sex education, like you were mentioning earlier, or um, you know, about uh, different contraceptives, things to help really, in fact, make it um, easier to prevent situations in which you have to come to a, a decision of whether you're going to have a child or not. And it comes
1: back to that conservative values sex happens but we don't want it to be known that it happens
0: right because
1: if they provide sex education or condoms to teenagers or show them that their girls on their own are able to get birth control on their own through the mail yeah letting letting that information out letting teens know it it's it's kind of like they they feel like Oh no, that you know, teens shouldn't be having sex. Teens can't do this, you know. It, <laughs> right, but they're teenagers. I mean, I'm not in any shape or form to say, like, you know, I don't know how to say
0: it, <laughs> like uh, promoting teen sex.
1: Yes, exactly. But <laughs> it would be it would be bad on my part my to say like I don't know that it's going to happen. Right, we've all been teenagers at one point in our lives and know that they're teens it it might happen it might not it's whatever they are comfortable with but if we're able to provide them with the information and the understanding that comes behind the choices that you make because a lot of teens don't don't even think about the choices that they make. I mean, there's, no. there's many adults that I know who have children now that I feel did not make choices because <laughs> they, they said, I mean, like they invest money in the wrong time where I feel like you did not make a wise choice in doing this. And, but it comes down to having the choice, having the ability to say like, yes, this is for me or no, you know, right now in my life. This isn't going to bode well for me or my plan. And I just,
0: I just don't understand (laughs) that six weeks, six weeks. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think preposterous and, you know, the, the fact that Texas continues to, or Texas legislature continues to do the things that they feel is better for one group of people versus the whole citizenry, it's, it's not correct, obviously, but also it's, it can lead to a lot of like repercussions that maybe they're not seeing right now. Um, because if, you know, you have, I think in 2019 about 50,000 or so abortions were done. So I, I read that one legislator was like, oh, we're going to save 50,000, you know, unborn fetuses or something like that in the in this next year. OK, so who's going to who's going to take care of all of these children? Because a lot of the time, you know, some people are not able to really take care of them. Then what happens if they're not and the kids have to go into the foster care system? The state has to take care of them. And then it's like, oh, well, they're a burden on the state and it becomes a whole big you know, a whole big issue that they want to, like, say all these negative things all of a sudden now about these children that they were so certain needed to be born. And it's a cycle, honestly. It's like a, a very distressing cycle because there isn't, there isn't a solution because of the fact that I think so much of, of their religious beliefs are what's really guiding their policies versus what's actually most beneficial for the people.
1: Exactly. And it's they want the ability to control. It it all comes down to control and wanting the ability to say, oh, but no, 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 we want you to have the child, even though you're going to have to be completely dependent on the government, because you can't (laughs) care for that child. Right. It's just like they want the ability to tell you, oh, no, we're not going to give you food stamps or we're not going to give you um, money. You want time off from work. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a whole other thing. But it's right you you want the ability to have they want you to have the ability to have a child, but not they don't actually want to help you take care of the child, even though with this bill, it has now been forced upon you. There it is many parents that I know who have regretted having children wow and it is just their kids know their kids are so perceptive and so much smarter than we think they are they can read our mood and it's just astounding how much credit we don't give children
0: right and can you imagine the psychological effects those type of situations cause on children exactly and it's you're forcing
1: them to have children that they could have felt like wasn't the right time for them or there's some women who don't even want children yeah but it shouldn't just be left on one gender to decide
0: yeah especially when it's when it's the gender that doesn't actually get to have kids
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) And that's what it comes down to. It's those conservative old views. They're not moving past who we are as a society. Now we have so much more cultural diversity and acceptance of so many types of people nowadays, but they're still living in a time when, you know, mom stayed home. Dad went to work. He took care of the children financially Dad didn't, you know, dad could go to a bar after work and mom would, you know, take care of the kids, tuck them in, read them a book, which I read books to my kids. I tuck them in, <laughs> but it's, I get the option to do that. Yeah. It's those old views that our society is still stuck in that many people cannot see. Many people want to go back to that time where oh, women yeah. stay home it sounds awful they shut their mouth they are seen they are not heard right and instead of it being like oh hey women have voices we should like embrace that empowerment and I feel like what are we raising our daughters our sons to think when the when Greg Abbott is so vocal about his platform and trying with this bill there, yeah. I mean, it's everywhere right now and and like I said before I feel like it would just happen overnight which I feel <laughs> like was I yeah. was I so distracted by something the mask mandate I think that's what it was I was so distracted by them lifting it that I didn't see what else was there and I feel yeah. like oh, I could have seen this I should have seen this as <laughs> you know I I was at the women's protest right there with you and yeah. I feel like I, I know they had protests today in Austin or yesterday yeah. in Austin and I yeah, could not sister. be there. Yeah, I wanted to be there, but I, I could not. And I just feel like if we have to protest like this, then you know there's something wrong.
0: Yes, for sure. I mean, it it's it's frustrating because of the fact that like abortion is actually, you know, I don't want to say popular in it it gets taken out of context but like um poll wise right people yeah. are more there are more more people that are okay with it versus people that aren't and we have moved past the nuclear family that you know the conservatives love so much women are out in the workforce women have to you know, not only do their the regular jobs but then their home jobs which is their children the home and their husbands and husbands also have to help out you know all these different things life has changed and evolved and i don't understand why you know these people <laughs> can't seem to accept that
1: yep exactly and the more that we are pushed back and not given the chance to thrive as a society because of built like this and, and our choices are taken away from us. It's like, we're never going to move forward. We cannot thrive. We cannot see those big gains as a society. If we keep getting pushed
0: back. Definitely. And, you know, one of the good things that I, I am at least you know, kind of having hope on is is the fact that people are post protesting. Is the fact that you know there are people out there that are going to try to fight the law legally. Um, it, it's going to be tricky, but hopefully, you know, it, there's some way to to be able to to get over it legally. And right now, we still have Roe v. Wade is still still constitutionally the law, but there are bills that are or a court case. I believe from Mississippi that is is about to go in front of the Supreme Court that may that may cause some issues. And the goal, of course, for all of these people is to overturn Roe v. Wade, which would you know make it easier for states to criminalize abortion overall. And and so because I know the fact that like there are so many different allies and, and people working towards it like. It gives me hope. I don't, I don't want to be cynical. I don't want to be jaded and I don't want to lose hope. Um, but I know that we do have to, we do have to find a way to stay vigilant because same as, you know, same as you mentioned, like this for you came out of nowhere, like it did the same for me. Um, and and I, I think sometimes even as much as you try to pay attention, like things still come up and it's just like, it, it gives you whiplash, right? There's always exactly. something going on. <laughs> Cause <laughs> for sure because it's
1: just it seems like there's always something going on but something is always like uh tossed to the side like we don't see or or we don't hear about and it's just I'm like oh my gosh how can we be more um observant to these things because it, it's I mean it's all our lives it's our kids lives and yeah like I'm getting older my kids are getting older I mean <laughs> my oldest she's just she's about to be a sophomore this year and I'm like and I'm like uh, I I used to just think about how I felt as a woman and like how is this going to impact me but I'm like my daughter my son I think about my son too because it's whoever he chooses to be with as he grows Mm -hmm. I want him to know like you have options you have choices and the same with my daughter's whoever whatever they decide to do as they grow it's I want to make sure we are voting for people and doing what we feel is right as parents as people as allies to help our the next generation grow up to become informed citizens to make their own choices but to understand the repercussions of these choices right and it's just I, my daughters and my son know about the abortion bill. I have always been honest about. Oh, wow. That's great. Thank you. I I know there's a lot of people who are like, you talk to your children about sex. You talk to your children about sex education. And I feel like if, if they don't hear it from me, they can learn about (laughs) it in school. And if they learn about it in school, it's probably not going to be something the right what they should know about exactly (laughs) so it's and and that I mean the whole sex thing like I've I watch a lot of TikToks too and I am like the missing and exploited children comes up on my feed and I hear about these kids who were taken advantage of because you know they're they were not taught that it's not okay for you know their uncles or people they know to take advantage of them in a manner that is inappropriate because they were taught that's your family. You love them. You show them love. You give them a kiss. You give them a hug for my kids. It's been like, if you feel comfortable and you want to give them a hug, give them a hug. If you don't, then, then don't, I'm not going to force you. And I feel like a lot of parents need to be more, um, Aware. open yeah and yeah open about letting their children know what's going on because if yeah. you don't someone may teach your child something that you were not ready for you were not aware of and now your child knows this and they're even more confused and then you gotta <laughs> unconfuse them and yeah and my daughter she has many friends who who are very aware of what's going on and so she'll ask me questions. Why would somebody sign this abortion bill? What if one of my friends gets pregnant and they don't want their child? They have no choice now. And they had yeah. all these plans. And it's, you know, I have, I, we sit down, we talk. Well, what? how do you feel about that? What do you feel they should do? What would your advice be to them? You know, it's, you come from a teen parent. How do you feel about them being teen parents? You know, it's all these questions, I mean, any age, I keep saying teen parents, but because that's my perspective, but even my youngest was when I had her, I was 24 and me and my husband talked, can we do this? Is this financially stable for us? Can we bring a child into this world, knowing that we're going to be able to financially take care of her, be there for her, you know, uh, both of us working 12, 18 hour jobs. Yeah. There's so many things to take into uh, account and right now it's like, is anyone going to ever be able to have that ability to make that choice without it creating another type of uh, burden on them?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, obviously the, the thing is to try to be as informed as you can be um, and I think it's great that you have that sort of relationship with your children and you're able to speak to them about these things um, because it does help to hear it from a person like your parent that you trust and um, and and so I think that's a, a, a positive way um, for you know for kids to be able to learn and for um, for there to just be open dialogue. And that, that's, I think, what's, what's been a lot of the issue is that there isn't open dialogue. So I see it as a, a very positive thing that you guys are able to have these conversations and a, a great, you know, I feel like inspirational kind of thing. Like if I were to have uh, a child, I would want to to be the same. I'd want to be open and, and honest with them about the things that are going on.
1: Exactly. And I feel like once she once they reach the age of, you know, being able to vote, I want them to be able to see things from different perspectives, not just like what they were taught because, you know, growing up in a Mexican American household, we were just told things. We weren't actually given like an option, but just because (laughs) that's where my parents were from their parents. Yeah. And it was kind of like, I, I very, very strict Catholic household and there's things you didn't talk about because of our background and you know culturally and being a Catholic you know abortion is seen as a sin a very high sin and to me I I don't want to continue that narrative with my children I have raised them in in the Catholic faith but I have also told them you know how you feel and when you talk to god if you believe in god you know that i can raise them only to a certain point if they right. decide later in life you know what i catholic is not for me baptist is for me or presbyterian is for me you know whatever faith they choose yeah they kind of need to have those ability to make informed decisions right and i i just feel like the way we are we have grown up and the way we have been raised it's a lot of it is taboo and that comes back to this for bill. Sure. there's so many people who are who are for the bill who are like yes you're right you should not be having the option to have an abortion because then you shouldn't <laughs> have had the option to have sex but All right I mean there's so many people who have so many different opinions which everyone is allowed to have their own opinion and, yeah. you know, with that, then we should have the the choice to make that what we feel is right for our body, that no yeah. one else should have the decision to tell me what I can and can do with my body. And I just, I just feel I, like <laughs>
0: it's just insane. Especially to be talking about it in 2021. <laughs> exactly. And never yeah. would I have thought that this would ever be an issue to even talk about. Yeah yeah I um I was asked um when when it you know came out and everything else somebody asked me like what my opinion was or how I felt about it and I just said uh, I'm for uh minding my own business and not you know trying to tell another woman what to do with her body <laughs> like <Exactly>. that, is, <laughs> that is my thought process because who am I to say to you? no, Kathy, you should not have been a teenage mom. You know, like,
1: exactly. Like I'm, I, like, I'm not living your life. You <laughs> live your life. I'm yeah. not going to tell you how to spend your 401k. I'm not going to tell you, you should probably not have that pizza or you should probably not drink that, that third margarita or anything.
0: <laughs> well, my, I every, love my margaritas. I know, me too. <laughs> Don't
1: keep them from me. <laughs> I feel like whatever you decide to do with your body is your choice yeah what I'm not going to tell you to go run 10 miles because you you haven't run in a while or you know it's just common sense it all comes back (laughs) to that common sense thing yeah yeah rationality (laughs) yes and as Texans I'm like we're meant to be nice I I mean I was born and raised here in Fort Worth (laughs) and Texas is like I love Texas wholeheartedly but I feel like many of our laws (laughs) need to be changed a lot of things need to happen in order for us to move forward as a society and become so much better people we are very kind to many people well most of the Texans I know (laughs) and any transplant like you (laughs) I mean and we manners have always been a thing yeah and you 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 be nice to people. Don't tell people what to do. Like yeah. you keep your opinions to yourself. Right. You don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. I mean, it's just <laughs> common sense. I'm not <laughs> going to tell you what to do with your body because I'm not living your life. You're living yeah. your life. You have to wake up every morning with the choices you make. I don't. Yes. Very so, much so. No one should have the right to take those choices and thrust their own opinions on someone else. everyone is is not going to see eye to eye ever because that's not realistic right so we just have to be nice to each other and learn that you know what we may not be okay with the same decision process but you know what that's your journey (laughs) you go on that journey I'll be here as your friend or as whatever
0: you need from me (laughs) yeah I don't know it's just it's just very it's very much a matter of in 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 my mind just minding my own business right like um and and just basically like when i go and i do take part in marches or protests and stuff like that um the only reason why i getting to that business is because it is something that may be harming someone, right? Or something where someone's rights are being violated. Because again, you know, we we all have our own opinions and rights to, to live our lives how we choose. So the fact that anybody tries to infringe on those things, that's something I'm against. So I'll speak up for that. But <laughs> anything where it comes to like your personal life something you you know want to do like that's of you I, I yeah. don't I don't really see a reason to have a whole law dedicated to oh yeah no you can't do that because I feel that it's not right exactly in
1: the whole mask mandate thing that no one should have the right to tell us to wear a mask oh, and then we're gonna follow it up by <laughs> yeah. oh but wait your reproductive (laughs) organs are our problem so yes you can't have an abortion if you choose to have one it's just where who who was the marketing person or not marketing but who was the person who was like oh hey this sounds really good let's do this right now (laughs) right after we just said no one should tell us what to do with
0: (laughs) our masks yeah um you know i think i think uh the the standard for the last four and a half years has been um do as i say not as i do and unfortunately at the state level it's it's been continuing exactly and i i'm i'm praying i'm
1: hoping (laughs) everything will change within the year yeah just we need the shift we need to accept people which I find that so much harder to say because I'm like why do you care so much about how (laughs) other people are living their life they're happy like chill it is (laughs) I, I I just don't get it and I'm just like if if everybody could just you know learn to mind their own business I feel like things would be so much easier oh yeah I mean I say that to an extent when it comes to things like laws where everyone is being mandated the same thing when we don't share the same belief, there has to be a someone that has common sense to say, oh, yeah, hey, this sounds bad. You probably shouldn't do this. You know, any, anyone yeah. to stand up. And th- that's why I participate in the marches as well, because I feel like this time I need to have my voice heard. Right, I'm standing up maybe not for me maybe not for my daughters but someone else who can't feel safe going to a march or a protest or voicing their opinions I feel like oh someone wants to give me a platform okay you know what I'm gonna go and show you like you're violating them you are pushing yourself on them and that in itself is abuse and trauma traumatizing for so many people
0: definitely Completely. But here is a silver lining. To wrap things up, we are um going into the 2022 election where Abbott is up yeah. for re-election. <laughs> <laughs> so Governor Abbott could possibly, hopefully, be ousted November 2022.
1: Yeah. And that is uh hoping for i
0: oh yeah vote i'm interested out. i'm interested to see who all comes out as a as a opponent and um whoever the the you know the right person is i'm i'm going to fully support
1: yes yeah. even if it's matthew mcconaughey oh my <laughs> oh, god <gosh. laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to
0: talk about that another time because i don't I don't know how I feel about celebrities in power. I know.
1: And now I'm just like, when did that happen? That's a whole nother overnight <laughs> thing that just yeah. occurred. And I'm just
0: like, what? Yeah, no, no. I you know, maybe maybe it's the the trauma of uh, yes. the last four and a half years. Completely. Uh, but (laughs) but I am I am hopeful you know and like I said earlier I want to try and and maintain that that hope that you know we will be able to get through this and that we'll be able to elect a a better um governor who's more inclusive and tolerant um and and that's just that's just a the only way I want to operate because if I let myself get down it's oh it's not gonna be good
1: Exactly. And I feel right now is the time to be able to voice those decisions and let other people know that it's okay if you agree with the same way, but you don't want to like vocalize it. There is someone out there championing championing for you. For sure. Uh, And it's as long as other people know that someone else is going to be that platform like you have with this wonderful platform.
0: Thank you. And you're (laughs) letting
1: people know that it's okay to vote how they want to vote but also to remember that common sense is for everyone
0: <laughs> yeah it. you know it's kind of crazy to to have to say that um uh, so much but but it's the truth <laughs> yeah exactly um, just it, it's it's like the the golden rule as I think you mentioned earlier just um like treat others how you want to be treated I don't I don't think there's ever been anything more correct than that. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to be restricted, then, you know, I guess, sure. But I don't want to be restricted. So i exactly. not going to say you should be restricted, you know?
1: Exactly. I agree.
0: But that's just basically, um, you know, the, the, the main thing that I, I wanted to have, you know, just kind of uh, this this open conversation um, with you in particular, being that you are, you know, someone that I have known for a very long time, who's very much out there and outspoken and mm-hmm. rational thinker, <laughs> <laughs> and on top of everything, a mom yeah. and wife. Yeah. Um, and I know that your perspective, you know, especially being a, a, a mom and having a, a teenager, two teenagers now? Yeah?
1: Yes. Uh, almost 15 year old and now almost 14 years old oh
0: gosh yeah yeah okay (laughs) having two teenagers I think definitely gives you you know a a unique perspective on things and and I wanted to share that because it, it is important sometimes you know to hear from people that are are like we're regular citizens. We 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 don't have any kind of grandiose political platform or anything like that. (laughs) Everyday citizens who are concerned and who care. Um and and that's I think I think that's what we need most is just people who care. And you're definitely one of them.
1: Oh thank you. Well I'm so glad you let me come on here and talk and show my opinion and were able to catch up and i'm so glad that you are so much better because now i can listen (laughs) to your amazing podcast and i can show it to everybody
0: again and we can hear your beautiful voice thank you i'll um you know try to see how we can finally maybe once i have my second vaccine (laughs) go and have lunch or dinner or something um yes and and then uh, i would like to also you know meet your kids one day because that still has not happened
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, I know. And there are go.
0: But yeah, I know. Thank you so much for coming on. And I, I will let you get back to it. I have to uh, finally make my way out of this little closet here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> All right. Have well, I will night. talk
1: to you soon. You too. Thank you.
0: Thank you all for listening. This episode was a very important episode for me. Um, and I'm sure for many women across the country, across the world. Um, I hope that we can have um, better dialogue concerning um abortion rights and i also hope that we have more allies um especially male allies because for some reason um these people these men that continue to make these laws obviously don't want to listen to women we're going to continue to make our voices heard but it helps It, it definitely helps to have all the allies we can get Um, again thanks for listening and if you guys have any questions suggestions or if you want to discuss this particular topic um, you can reach me on instagram at the simple politics and on twitter at the simple poly i look forward to hearing from you guys have a great weekend